This is the Handmade Brooklyn Podcast, episode number seven. Handmade Brooklyn Business Lifestyles Tips to Succeed HandmadeBrooklyn.com Hey guys, welcome to Handmade Brooklyn. I'm Megan Brink Finkelstein and I am here to help you succeed in your product-based business. Today I want to talk about a pretty popular topic that's happening, especially when it comes to product-based businesses like ours. It's dealing with subscription boxes. They are just popping up everywhere for every category. So I wanted to help you guys navigate them and see if there's something that would work for your business. But first off, I want to thank my affiliate bros, Shopify. I just moved my website from WooCommerce to Shopify and it has been, it has been so nice, guys. Just easy peasy. Don't have to worry about IT don't have to worry about downtime, payments, SSL, anything like that. It's all taken care of by Shopify. And they're giving everybody a 14-day free trial. You don't even need a credit card. Just head through my affiliate link. It's handmadebrooklyn.com slash Shopify. And it'll take you right there to get started. It is easy. Okay, let's get started with the rest of the show. of there is now a subscription box for it. How they work is that their customers will pay a monthly fee and get a new box every month of new samples or full-size products. Uh, It depends on the type of box. But the good thing for customers is that they get to experience new brands or new products that they've never tried before. And The good thing for you is that you can reach an entirely new audience that you might not have reached before. Now, a caveat with this, uh, I have participated in a lot of subscription boxes, probably about almost 10, maybe maybe 10 or 12. But um, my experience obviously is based with beauty, skincare, subscription-based boxes. So what I'm going to be telling you is based on my experience from those. Uh, it could vary, but I think that just with the ones I've worked with, it seems that this is pretty much the standard. So when you're dealing with a subscription box, what should your goal be? It's hard to say that you're going to have a direct ROI or return on investment from it because it's considered marketing. So you can write off the products, I mean, you know, double check with your accountant, but usually you can write off the products as part of advertising or marketing. Whenever you work with a subscription box, um, there are a variety of ways, there are a variety of ways that they will want to work with you, whether it is just quote unquote donating your product for free, or if they Uh, Or they might want to take a markdown from retail, and it's a really significant markdown. It's usually about 85% off retail for a um, a full-size product. So, for example, if you have a full-size candle and it's $30, they're going to want 85% off of that $30 for the full-size. Now, if they want something smaller, like... 
for going back to the candle example, like a tea light or a votive, something smaller than a full size product, you have to do a little bit of math there to figure out how much each thing costs per unit of measurement, so per ounce, and then with 85% off what that would be. So it's a pretty big chunk. You really have to know your pricing strategy well and weigh this against if you think it's going to be really beneficial for your brand. The quantities can range from, uh, I think the smallest I've ever done is 100 units uh, sample size, and it can range up to, I mean, <laughs> there are boxes out there that have 6 million subscribers, so I don't think I've ever had to deal with someone that said that they needed 6 million samples. Well, obviously I haven't because there would be no way that I could ever do that. But uh, my point is that, you know, it really runs the gamut. Whatever amount you can work with to push your name out there, usually you can find a box that will be willing to work with you. In my experience, I don't feel that boxes that require you to donate your product for free are that effective. And in, again, in my experience, it's been that if they're not willing to pay for samples, then they're only getting what people are willing to give away for free. Do you know what I mean? So it's not going to be really high quality stuff, and you're not really going to see a good return from that. At least, like I said, in my experience. There is a caveat to that, which is the bigger boxes, like um, in my field, Birchbox or Ipsy, they require you to donate the product for free up to a certain threshold, and then they'll uh, work with you a little bit, but the caveat with them is that they have so many subscribers that um, it's, for me, it's been a better way to place my marketing money rather than doing advertising or anything like that, especially with, you know, a skincare brand. People want to see it, feel it, smell it, and this is this has always been a way for me to get my name out there without doing really costly advertising. Now, when it comes to, you know, how much they're willing to pay you for your samples, or if you're willing to donate them, um, I will say that you can always negotiate. This is not a steadfast rule and you should negotiate for your brand. A thing to think about though is the not only the cost of the products or the ingredients or the shipping or whatever um, you have to think about for that, but you also have to think about the time allotted for that. If you're going to do something like 5,000 units, 50,000 units, you know, you have to really budget your time for that. And will you have time to handle that kind of order essentially for free? It's something that you have to budget into your time. And it can be really tricky because for the most part, these would be custom size products, right? You don't really have, well, at least I never really have a lot of small sizes lying around because that's just extra time. So you really need to think about, is this going to be worth your time? Is this going to be worth your effort? 
I'm sure you guys, if you listen to the previous podcasts, you've heard that I worked with uh, Birchbox and did 42,000 units on my own, by myself, like a psychopath. And the reason that I said okay to that was because I budgeted my time to do it over the summer. For me, summers are usually slow, people are on vacation, you know, um, I don't really need to ramp up my production too much until I get to the fall, and that's when I have to start worrying about holiday season. So I knew I had the entire summer to do it, which is why I said okay. Now, I guess the bottom line for this would be, is it worth it to work with a subscription box? And I know this is going to sound like a terrible answer, but it's really hard to say. Um, In my experience, there have been very good returns. But on some, they've been complete duds. And it's just hit or miss. It depends on if you're really going to be able to nail that market. Um, It's always a gamble, right? But it's marketing, so that's what happens when it comes to marketing. Marketing's always a gamble. If you have any questions about this, um, check out the website, and I'd be happy to help you figure out what kind of box would be best for you. If you think that it's something you guys want to explore, totally happy to help. Uh, head to the website. It's handmadebrooklyn.com slash episode 007. Leave a comment. I'll be checking and happy to answer any questions you guys might have. Just some house cleaning stuff, I guess. Um, this goes live on Tuesday and Wednesday is my birthday. I'm so excited. I'm hoping I can take some a day off, but I don't think I can. Oh well, I probably just get a bottle of Frambois and be a happy, happy Megan. But if you guys are in the Washington DC area this weekend, October 16th, 17th, 18th, I'm gonna be at the Georgetown Mall for the American Field Show. So, love for you guys to stop by, high fives, say hi, I would love to talk to you and meet you. So, let me know. Um, Like I said, October 16th, 17th, 18th, American Field. It's AmericanField.us. It'll be at the Georgetown Mall from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So stop by if you can. Until next time, take care.